It's time to swing into the golf world of today with Springdale Golf Live. Sponsored by our friends at the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Here's your host, Keith Stewart. Members, friends and players, good afternoon and welcome to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, the director of fun, and I'll be here entertaining you on this Friday afternoon. Thank you for tuning in to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. You know what? You know, you can listen anywhere on those smart devices uh, at 920thejersey.com. You just hit that Listen Now button up there on the website in the upper right-hand corner. And you can catch up with us anywhere you want on this Friday afternoon, because we have a special guest this afternoon, but it's Friday. Wade, man, how you doing? It's Friday afternoon. I'm awesome. Who's the special guest? The special guest? You know what? The special guest we have today is, is a true live wire. So I think, you know, we got to do this in Springdale Golf Live style. Hit it, man. You know, this gentleman is one of the most creative minds in all of golf. He's the 2019 PGA of America Golf Professional of the Year, and he's an inspiration. And whenever I'm in his presence, I feel like he's like Mick Jagger singing that song right there, the song of the week, and he just starts me up. And we have him on the line right now. He is the director of golf at the Country Club of Birmingham. His name is Eric Eshelman. Eric, welcome to Springdale Golf Live. How are you today, bud? Keith, I couldn't be better. I'm not sure I've had great a great walk-up song, and now I just got one from from you guys so i'm honored thanks hey man whenever i'm in your presence uh, honest to god whenever i'm in your presence i i just feel like I, I get so energized and when i was picking the song of the week something to try to encapsulate you uh, it just came to me man it's just start me up you know and i'll never stop because you never stop and, and you're amazing and i'm so happy that our brethren are celebrating you and all that you do down there in birmingham for the game of golf i mean you are a true legend and we'll get into it today but being that we're always talking about the pop culture of golf up here, we love the we, we don't want to hear like what club you hit into the 18th hole. We want to hear about how you celebrated after you won the championship, right? So, how did you find out that you won golf professional year? Let's start right there. Did you get a phone call? How did it happen? I did. I got a cell phone call. It was pretty special. It was a Thursday afternoon, about four o'clock, and my phone rang, and it was Susie Whaley, the president of our PGA of America, and. I've known, I've been known and been friends with Susie for like twenty some years, and she called me and said, "Hey, Eric, I've got to tell you something special. It's my honor to award you our 2019 Golf Professional Year Award." And I got choked up, kind of started, you know, whimpering a little bit, and then she got choked up, and we both agreed we had to get ourselves collected and get back together here. So get ourselves together. So it was a truly, truly such an honor, and to have it come from. To be told by a friend that I've known for so long, it was it was a, a lifetime memory for me. Well, there's no doubt that she's a tremendous leader, and you are too. But to get the phone call from her as soon as she calls you up, you're, you're probably thinking that it's pretty good news. So that that's just an awesome, awesome moment. So you get off the phone with her, and then what do you do next? Yeah, immediately called my wife and said, honey, you're not going to believe this, but you're talking to the 2019 PGA Golf Professional of the Year. And she was blown away like I was blown away and we were pumped and we couldn't wait for our three boys to get home from school to tell them and then we went out for a big steak dinner that night to celebrate so it was all pretty special and it was really cool for my boys to 
see that see that that had happened too. So it's uh, it's been very very special for me already. Well, I bet you know it's special for you to have your boys see that because you know, and we'll talk about this a little bit later. But you're a tremendous junior golf leader, and, and you've led thousands of kids in your tenure there at the Country Club of Birmingham. So for your own boys to see you achieve a goal like that and to be you know. Uh, rewarded and to be honored such like that you know the looks on their faces I mean that had to be a moment in and of itself as a dad I mean I'm a dad myself I mean how'd you handle that one pretty good yeah it was it was great they gave me big hugs and you know I think the neat thing was is uh, we're hard workers I'm a hard worker I've just never known any different than but to be a hard worker and I think my boys know that I'm a hard worker and they've seen you know what do you know you sometimes get acknowledged for just getting to work and and trying hard and giving your best every day well folks you know let's kind of describe let's set the scene here a little bit i'm going to tell you what kind of hard worker that eric ashelman is Uh, he's a he's a six-time section award winner two of those was pro of the year down there in the north uh, northwest florida alabama section 2010 2017 professional of the year down there he's been a pga professional for over 25 years and his facility now i could tell you about his facility because i've been there and it's a fantastic place but I, I got to hear it, for, you know, from your lips. You got to tell my listeners up here about the Country Club of Birmingham because this is some sort of just amazing place for golf. Yeah, we're kind of a we're a kind of a hidden jewel. We don't uh, we don't put too much out there. But Pete Dye one time said, "Is you'll find some that are as good, but you'll never find any better than the Country Club of Birmingham." So that's kind of how we feel about. It. We have 36 holes, a, an East Course and a West Course. We uh, we're getting ready to in 2022. We'll host the USGA Four Ball, and that will be our third USGA championship in the last decade. So um, I think we've kind of come online with the USGA, saying, looking at a place like ours that has 36 holes under one roof and a beautiful old 120,000 square feet clubhouse, and we're always making it more modern. We're in the midst of a brand new pool and doubling our fitness facilities right now. But we've got a true gem down here in the South. 36 holes sits just minutes away from downtown Birmingham and um, just a really, truly wonderful club. It's a wonderful club indeed. And uh, let's talk about the members for a second. So you've got to spread this news to the club. What's their reaction been like? It's, it's, it's such a cool place. They're probably pretty charged up about this. They really are. It's been, it's been heartwarming. Kind of one of the things I've said is it's kind of my version of winning in the green jacket and they have felt that way with me and they certainly understand just how big this award really is. So um, they've been the, – the congratulations just don't stop. It's, it's been going – I got two or three at lunch today from people I hadn't seen. Well, you know what? It's, it's just so well-deserved, Eric. But uh, you know what? We, we've got to now set the stage, and we've got to do a little uh, descriptive work here to see how we kind of put together this resume and let my listeners up here. And, you know, i got a lot of PGA pros in the area from the Met section, Jersey section, Philly section that listen to this show. And we got to give them some best practices today for some of the things that you do that you know I love and I'm here to promote today. So let's just start with 2019. You're always doing something as a Vanguard PGA professional. What are you and your staff up to this year that you could pass along to us up here in the Northeast that's just a cool thing you're doing for your membership and, and you're doing as an evolutionary type of pro? Yeah, you know, so we're, we are definitely a family club. So everything is focused around 
parents playing with their kids, kids playing with their grandparents. Everything starts based around family here. So for one, one small idea we've started, kicked in this year, is what we call a 3G tournament or a 3Gen tournament where we have a new tournament on the docket where we have a grandfather, father, and son, or grandmother, mother, and, and daughter playing in a tournament where they've got three generations playing away. So that's that's been a cool event for us. We're always trying to, you know, we've got people playing up into their late 80s, and we've got golfers in their early 90s now that still come out and play. So in the past year, we've renovated our East Course, and we used to go from like 5,200 to about 6,400, and our new golf course now goes from, like 3,800 or 4,000 to 6,600 yards. So um, we've, you always hear about the golf balls going too far. Well, it might be going too far for the guys we watch on TV, but it's not going too far for our members out here at the club. So we've shortened our golf course. We have gentlemen that are going out. We had a 88-year-old man have a hole-in-one last week on our, our uh, east course and just elated about it. So we're shrinking the golf course, making it where play, older gentlemen and ladies can hit more greens in regulation, putt for more birdies, and just come out and enjoy the game and, and where they're like, man, I haven't played this well in years or I haven't shot scores like this in years. So it's just because we've given them a course where they can have fun doing it. Well, there's no doubt they're having fun down there. I, you know, I've done some spying on you in my uh, Fox Sports um, you know, the team here has uh, made some phone calls, and you guys are you, you're doing over 2,400 lessons a year at the place and you just put in a new performance center um what's the reaction been to that like and you know how did you build such a great culture of learning down there at the club yeah i guess so it comes from is i my background has always been on the teaching tee i'm I'm kind of a golf instructor first it's been lucky to have been named director of golf but i really kind of spend my time with my feet on the lesson tee teaching so i've always been of the belief from my days at grand cypress that a group a good group of instructors teaches a lot more lessons as a team than just one kind of big-name guy that might be out there teaching a bunch of lessons. So as a group, I train up all our assistant professionals to be great instructors and great teachers. And when you're looking for us, you don't find us in our offices very much. We're out on the lesson tee or out on the golf course giving lessons. And it was time for a new driving range and a new practice facility. And we had a teaching building that was about 25 years old and kind of outdated, kind of small. So very fortunate this year we've got a brand-new two-bay state-of-the-art teaching building that's um, cranking it out. We, from, we just looked the other day, but from June 1 till August 7th, we had taught 914 lessons in that little kind of three-month window. So it's, uh, we believe that golf's an outdoor sport, and us golf professionals need to be outdoors making people better. So that's how we go about it. Oh, man, from your lips to God's ears. I love what you're saying there. I'm like, you're like Jerry Maguire. You had me at hello on that one. You know, <laughs> everybody outside teaching the game, getting everybody better. And folks, you know, we're talking to Eric Eshelman, and he's the 2019 PGA of America. America, professional of the year and he's the director of golf down at the country club of birmingham in birmingham alabama and uh is is there any truth to the rumor that coach saban has called you up for a little bit of advice now that you know you're a national award winner 
No, I'm still waiting for that call. I'm guessing that one's coming in any any day. But talk about a guy you should follow his lead or role model. Your programs after him. He's pretty strong. Yeah, he's he's strong, no doubt. You know, I guess in some way, shape, or form, the example he sets, you know, you're following through on in the golf side, and, and I think that's pretty special. And you know what else is pretty special about what you do is that when I see you do the things that you do, I hear you know from my brethren about what you're up to down there. Um, you're always growing the game through entertainment, which is obviously what we're doing right here today and and something that's near and dear to my heart and you have this big event down there called the charlie hall and each year you try to encapsulate it with a movie or you try to try to do something fun for the kids could could you give my listeners just a little idea of what kind of event this is and how the club kind of rallies around it and how you guys make movies and and you try to entertain everybody tell me about it you bet like we uh we like to say it's the best two days of the year at the club, and that's our two-day Charlie Hall and Ferry Drennan golf tournament, which is a, our just our junior club championship. And last year we had exactly, in 2018, we had exactly 200 kids play in that tournament from ages 7 to 18 years old. And this year it got even a little bigger, and we had 213 kids compete, tee it up, and, and play in the Charlie Hall Ferry Drennan. And so as a culmination of that, years ago, in 2001, we had uh, we had a real far cam- far away camera of videoing kids, and they'd kind of swing, and we collected those videos and put them on TVs around the room. And over the years, I thought, well, you know, we could do better than that. So then in 2002, we started filming every kid. If you played in the tournament, you had a close-up of your golf swing and then a close-up of your smiling face hitting a shot. And if you have back then a hundred some kids where you're just watching golf swings that got tended to get a little boring and this was during the time where espn commercials were coming out and we all thought there were some really great cute witty commercials on espn that we wanted to copy to break up the age groups a little bit so it was just little quick hitter jokes between the the kids swinging with good music over at the top of their swings and that has become now about a 45-minute long professionally edited video that we had uh, just over 600 people at our closing banquet that night. So every kid who plays in the tournament has their golf swing and their smiling face that will is kind of capturing a moment in time or making history for for us to have on in a digital format forever too so it's a big big hit well i tell you there's no doubt and, and this is one of the reasons when you and i met a couple of years ago that we definitely hit it off music kids family atmosphere tons of fun i mean you are just hitting all the right buttons there and, and to anyone who's listening who thinks that they have a really really good junior golf program we're not talking about having you know 100 families in your program we're not talking about having 300 kids out there we're talking about having 200 plus kids play in in the junior club championship alone and and to have a leader like you to have the foresight to put every kid on video who loves video who loves youtube to put these things together Uh, one of my favorite is a couple years ago you'll have to tell me the year but you sent me the movie and you guys did a version of the minions and it was despicable e because you're eric eshelman and everyone knows you as e right i mean that that movie alone was that thing was tremendous and if you're putting that out to your members and your families i mean you're just doing all the right things and you know i'm just are you doing a movie this year what do you got concocted for 2019 we did we We knocked it out this year and we usually try to put pick the big summer hit of the year or one of the big movies of the summer and this year it was Disney's recap of aladdin so we did our own aladdin scene where we were flying around the our new east course 
on a magic carpet ride with drone footage of us flying and a blue screen or green screen behind us. So it turned out pretty good with us doing vo- funny, pretty funny vocals over it and whatnot. So it's, it, the, the video itself is a keeper. One thing I meant to mention is that we've done this for enough years that with our editor, we've collected all these swings. We've kept them forever. So really probably the most special part of the video is we certainly do the fun things that keep it entertaining, but the very best part is at the end, any of our seniors that are 18 years old and heading to college, we acknowledge them before we play the video and wish them Godspeed as they go off to college. But then as that video plays, we start them as a seven-year-old. We've got them all through the years, and the moms have kind of said, listen, you're playing in that tournament because I want that video culmination at the end of our seniors. But we start their golf swing in slow motion as a seven-year-old, and when they get to about waist high, they turn eight, and about elbow high, they turn nine. And you can see where that's going by the time they follow, finish their swing and follow through they're an 18-year-old grown-up headed to college, and it'll bring tears to anybody's eyes. But those poor moms, we kind of take them out in a bucket sometimes. Well, I tell you, I mean that. Just listening to that as a dad, I just, I can just dream of. I mean, it, the the vision you have. I mean, anyone that's listening, all my fans are obviously fans of yours right now because you are just the man for coming out. I mean, folks, this is what this guy does every single day, and I'm so happy the PGA of America um, rewarded you with the Golf Professional of the Year because this is the way we need to think. I'm the director of fun. I love that you guys are having so much fun down there, and you know what I would love? I'd love if you just hang on for a couple a couple seconds while we got to get in the high sign here. I got to go to break real quick, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about Junior Golf and Eric Eshelman. You good, E? You hang out for a minute sounds great thanks keith all right folks well it's 3 15 p.m here in princeton and uh, 2 15 p.m for our fans of uh, eric's down there in birmingham thanks for listening to fox sports 920 the jersey we'll be back in a moment The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the NJPGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf with a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs. The NJGF delivers dynamic programming under the guidance of PGA professionals so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. To support the NJGF or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org. That's njgolffoundation.org. Rich and distinguished history for nearly 125 years, Springdale Golf Club and its members have been beautifully making their mark as the best golf and social experience in our region. Our impact in the industry does not stop there. Did you know about the benefits that extend beyond the boundaries of the club through its agreement with Troon Purvey, the private club operating division of Troon Golf Management? Springdale's walkable and superbly conditioned William Flynn design course, now combined with Troon's operational expertise, are taking the club to the next level in our commitments to the member experience. Just announced as a significant expansion to the Troon Purvey Privileges Program, this Vanguard Service Initiative includes enhanced golf and lifestyle benefits that extend far beyond the fairways. For more information about our club and all of the incredible moments being made at Springdale Golf Club and through Troon Purvey, please take a visit of our website at www.springdalegc.org forward slash Troon Purvey. Let's get back on course as Springdale Golf Live continues on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. Once again, Keith Stewart. 
Welcome back to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You're listening to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Wade, you know it. Turn it up. One man come in the name of love. One man come and go. One man come here to justify. One man to overthrow. Once again, there on the board, there, Mr. Wade Weiser, the producer extraordinaire, with tremendous aplomb, week in and week out. And uh, you know, those lyrics—they're a little heavy there, but you know what? Again, I can't say enough wonderful things about what this guy does as a golf professional, as an inspiration for all of us that are trying each and every day to just you know try to get a little bit one percent better at our job. And you heard it in the first segment, and we're going to hear more about it now. We have Eric Eshelman on the line. He is the director of golf at at the Country Club of Birmingham. He's your 2019 PGA of America National Golf Professional of the Year. Eric, welcome back to the show. A little U2 for you there, huh? Another great walk-up song, so thanks again. You know, man, I, I, I just want to inspire you a little bit for how much you inspire me all the time. Whenever I hear about what you're doing down there, man, I'm just like, golly, that guy is just like, he's just so one step ahead. He's just next level all the time. I mean, I just love it, man. I, it just You bring such a smile to my face when I hear about what you're doing. I just want you to know that, that it's it's great. It's just really, really great, man. I appreciate you're boosting my confidence pretty high here. I don't know that I can match up to all these kind words. Well, I'll tell you what, then. Um, how about this? Let's talk about the people that got you to this confident level, right? I mean, it, it, all of us as golf professionals, this is a mentor-apprentice um, lifestyle, a career choice that we've made for years and, and years, years and years, all right? So when you were an apprentice, who were the mentors that shaped Eric Eshelman and got you on this path to success? Yeah, so after college, I played golf for the University of Nebraska and quickly realized I wasn't going to make it in a cubicle or coat and tie world. So I wanted to go down to Orlando and try to play the mini tours a little bit. And I had a good friend who was director of instruction. Fred Griffin was the director of instruction at the Grand Cypress Academy of Golf. So I moved down there and without really any plan, but I started seeing himself teach and then this group of outstanding golf professionals. There's so many of our clientele were probably listeners to your show this afternoon that would come down and visit us at Grand Cypress, really kind of in the heyday of the late 80s and mid to mid-90s of golf schools and golf instruction. So Fred taught me how to teach. I had three great guys that taught me how to teach golf. It was Fred Griffin and then we all had kind of a grandfather figure in Phil Rogers, who passed away last year. We all miss him dearly, but was known for being a great player himself, but also resurrecting Jack Nicklaus's career. And then we had a biomechanics specialist down there named Dr. Ralph Mann, who helped us understand the biomechanics and causes and effects of how bodies work and how that then relates into a golf swing. So those are the three gentlemen, including that team of instructors that I learned how to be a good teacher from so those guys t- showed me the ropes well you know what I, I i spent five years in orlando right near grand cypress and windermere at isleworth from 1998 to 2003 so i got to know two of those three pretty well during that time period and um you know fred for sure the, the one that i got to talk to and you know observe teach and and i tell you he is one heck of an instructor but you know he he is the perfect balance of like inspiration coach and 
instructor and, and the technical aspect of things. And when you hear him present and communicate with his students, I mean, he's like unlike anybody else. I mean, could you share us a good Fred Griffin story so people can appreciate how good he really is? Yeah, you know, Fred just was one of those guys in the, I don't know one specific story, but when he moved into the, Jack Nicholas handpicked him to move from Austin, Texas to lead the academy there in Orlando. And like I said, in those days, other great properties have now grown up in Orlando, but Grand Cypress was kind of the four-diamond, five-star property of Orlando for many, many years. So, and it was just before Isleworth came online, and it was before the tour players were really flocking to Jupiter for the water features. There were like 38 tour play, PGA Tour players that lived in Orlando and called Grand Cypress their home, and a whole lot of those guys from, you know, Greg Norman, Marco Mira, Lee Jansen, Corey Pavin, Payne Stewart, all those guys leaned on Fred for his advice and his instruction. They were all taking lessons from him at some point in time. And um, so Fred taught some of the very biggest and brightest and best name players in our game used to all hang out at Grand Cypress at the Academy of Golf. And when I started working there, it was so great because you just walk past Marco Mira on a daily basis or Nick Price, all those guys were there. So then Isleworth came online where you are, you were and, People started migrating out there because they could have the private club feel. And then Lake Nona came online where some of the European players liked living out there. And then, um, you know, some of those players then decided they love having boats and being around the water. So a lot of them have moved out of Orlando and now live in Jupiter. But in the heyday of golf and golf instruction in Orlando, Fred was that he was directing, captaining that ship, you might say. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And, you know, Orlando, I was I was very fortunate to be there in, in the heyday of Lake Nona and Isleworth, and, and, and there was so much going on there, the Tavistock Cup. But really, it was Grand Cypress and Bay Hill that kind of built that and got all of those guys kind of in that general area. And, and you can't thank people like Fred Griffin or Arnold Palmer and the people that surrounded them, uh, Jack Nicholas, that, that got everybody there, made it a really cool place for, you know, both of us to kind of grow up in our careers. There's no doubt. And uh, there's no doubt, folks, we have a special guest today here. He's Eric Eshelman. He is the director of golf at the Country Club of Birmingham down in Alabama. And before we let him go today, we have got to do our world-famous tradition, and that's a little rapid-fire Q&A. And this is a really creative guy, so uh, I, you know we went deep on the Fox Sports team here for questions. So, E, you up for this? A little rapid-fire Q&A? Bring it. Let's see how we do. No guarantees. Let's right. see how we do. I think you'll do great. Here we go. Best Alabama football player all time. Oh, uh, Bart Starr. Favorite flavor of ice cream? Vanilla. Sunrises or sunsets? Sunrise. On a scale of one to ten, rate your dancing. Uh, just below zero. <laughs> That's negative. All right. What makes you smile? Uh, people. Biggest pet peeve on a golf course? Slow play. Tattoos, yes or no? No, no go on the tattoos. All right. Do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> yeah, I think that, yeah, they're pretty popular down here in Alabama. So we think we've got one in the cl our clubhouse. So, yeah, I believe in ghosts. All right. What actor would you like to play you in a movie? Uh, well, I can't get Brad Pitt for looks. So I'm going to go with Kevin Costner. 
I like that. You know, you th- there's some resemblance He's there. He's looking too, though, Kevin Costner. Yeah, well, you know, but Wade, uh, you know, in Eric's defense, he does look a little, He's got, like, you know, the flowy hair, and he could do definitely a tin cup. There's <laughs> no doubt insane. about it. That flowy hair is going away quicker by the day. Hey, man, you got a ways to catch up on me, you know? Too, too many headsets on, I think. All right, one more for you. When you hear the word coach, who is the first person that comes to mind? Uh, John Wooden. John Wooden. He's an exceptional choice. There's no doubt about that. Well, you know what? You have been an exceptional guest there, Mr. Eric Eshelman. I can't thank you enough for coming on, taking your time. I know you're a busy guy down there with 1,200 members and 2,400 lessons and all you got going on in your, your, your budding movie director career. So thanks so much for being on Springdale Golf Live. I truly appreciate it. Thanks, Keith. Thanks for including me and best to all my friends up in the Northeast. All righty. Well, there you go. And hey, Wade, how about that guy? You know, you listen to him talk about growing the game through kids and families and everything, and you just know that that, that golf is in a tremendous place. It's just it's just awesome to hear him talk, and he he's such an inspiring guy. I I just consider myself lucky to be a friend of his. You know, we're all lucky from just hearing that phone call. Oh, geez, he's he's fantastic. The joy is contagious. You know what else we're lucky for is our sponsors and supporters that we have here on Spring. Golf Live. You know, the New Jersey Golf Foundation, all they do to grow the game here in New Jersey, Chris Hunt and his team. You know, our fans and friends there at Summit Golf Brands for B Dratty, my shirt today, uh, Fairway and Green, Zero Restriction, EP New York, and of course, FH Wadsworth, who wraps around my waist each and every week. I got to really appreciate my man Jimmy there in the city for taking care of me. You know what, folks? If you get the time and you missed the show today, well, then you probably wouldn't hear me say this, but what you could do is you could go online to our podcast and you could search Springdale Golf Live or on Spotify or on on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you find us, um, you can listen. And uh, you know, we got this is this is episode number seventy-five. Wade, together. What do you think about that, huh? It's our diamond anniversary. Twenty-five away from from a hundred. Let's hope diamonds are forever. <laughs> All right. Well, before we turn you over to Doug Gottlieb, you know what, folks? I got to thank my man Wade Weiser on the board and the Springdale Board of Governors, and of course, Troon Golf Management, and most importantly, to all my listeners who keep coming out of the woodwork and just telling me how much they love Springdale Golf Live. Well, you know what, folks? I'm heading back to Springdale, but where are you headed? We'll let the tower be your guide, and from the Bronx to Birmingham, and of course, everywhere online, may you all have a Springdale day. You've been listening to Springdale Golf Live with Keith Stewart. Keith returns to the tee next Friday afternoon at 3 on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey.